Today's episode is a journey into the link between menopause and divorce. We'll talk about the challenges and emotions that often accompany this phase of life, shedding light on a topic that affects so many. We will also shift gears to discuss the more intimate aspects of life after menopause. How do you improve your sex life, rekindle passion, and connect in the midst of change? Whether you're facing the realities of menopause and divorce or simply curious about the intricacies of this journey, join us as we have an open and honest discussion about the things that nobody wants to talk about. Grab your coffee. It's going to be a good one. Welcome back, everybody. It's like we were just here yesterday. Well, we were just here. I know. I'm like, man, we blinked and we're right back in the pod. I know, you guys. We just did our YouTube live last night, and here we are getting another episode in for you guys. Welcome back. Another episode of Candidly with Coffee. Yep, we're back. We are back in the pod. Studio B is alive and kicking. So what's on the agenda today? You just heard what's on the agenda. You got an interesting topic, I hear. Yeah. Are you interested in that topic? Sure. I honestly... I started to think about, because obviously I've been talking so much about menopause and my experience with HRT that yeah. I just started thinking about, like, I bet you there has to be a link between divorce and menopause because huh. of all of the things that happen. But we're going to get into that okay. in a bit. But before we get into that, let's just do a little bit of housekeeping. If you're not already following us on candidly underscore with coffee, Please follow us on our Instagram, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to our YouTube, all the things, you guys. We really appreciate it. We appreciate the support so much because the show is doing really well and we're just really excited about it and we can't wait to bring more content your guys' way. Stay busy. Yeah, keep us busy. Keep us busy. we see you in the comments too. Yeah, we have so much fun interacting with you guys in the comments. But so yesterday, before we get into that, actually yesterday, I produced my first show here in Studio B. So this is a podcast studio, not just for our podcast, but it's also the home of Mauricio Mejia Live, which I'm the executive producer on. I just, before we started doing this episode, I called him the Latino Tony Robbins. <laughs> that's I saw that. He, he's so inspiring though. He's very inspiring. His show is really good and I'm excited about it. So I will definitely give you guys more information on that. But it was my very first podcast that I've ever produced and we're learning as we go, but it was pretty exciting and we really enjoyed it. We're over here working, staying busy. Yeah. And then you guys, for those of you who joined us, thank you, by the way, for those of you who joined us in our YouTube live, we had so much fun. Yeah. Wasn't it fun? A lot of questions. It was cool. So many questions. It, it, we went an hour and a half. Yeah. Longer than our podcast. Yeah. We went a, an hour and a half and there we are, you guys. We could not post the show. I'm so sad. The sound did not dub. So we couldn't post the show. But here we are. This is what our scene is like. It's candidly with coffee after dark. And we had so much fun. Technical difficulties from the beginning. Yeah, we did have some technical difficulties. Man. But we're ironing out those with a new studio. We have a lot of new technology, a lot of cords and cables and things. And I figured out I was able to troubleshoot some of the issues. Um, but we were under the gun. And so I forgot to flick the little sound thing when I switched the camera over and... I apologize for those of you who were planning to catch the replay. We did have so much fun with it, too. I'm you know what they say. There's always another one. Yeah, we're going to come back. So January, January 26th is going to be our next one. And guess what? It's right smack dab in between your birthday and my birthday. Oh, yeah, it is. I'm in the middle. Yours is the 24th. Mine's the 28th. So it'll be a little birthday celebration with you guys. And it'll be at the same time, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Yep. And hopefully we will not have technical difficulties because that wears on me wears on my brain it does it sucks i hate that things don't go smooth you're trying to make something happen it's just roadblocks oh, after roadblocks so frustrating but hey we got on and we were there for an hour and a half and we had a good time yes we did i love the lives i love it it's very casual we don't plan anything we just answer your questions and we try to get to all your questions you guys i know some of you were like hey i asked a question you didn't get to it, it there's so many questions coming at the same time yeah it's overwhelming. It's crazy. And yeah. it's only going to get crazier I know. as we go on. But I, I love it. Like, I really love doing that episode. So we are on a good schedule. We're going to do the every other Friday, and it's our date night. 
That was our date night. That is correct. Yeah, we went to Luna after and had dinner. We had to wait for like 45 minutes to eat. Yeah, it was we, cold last night too. What time did we eat? It was like after 8. Yeah. What time did we go to sleep? Probably close to 10. And I was up at 3.30. Damn. No wonder I have dark circles. I have dark circles I feel a little tired today. too. Broken of sleep. Yeah, I just feel a little not. I, I, I had a very busy week. It's been crazy. Here we are, though. We're here. Yes, here we are, because I, lo- I love this, though. This is my favorite recording. We showed up, Recording Z-Pod, and we guess what? We have plans after this, too, you guys. We're going to San Francisco. Yeah, we're about to go on a trek right now to the city. Yeah, for La Taqueria. Just to go eat some Mexican tacos. They're wonderful, though. They're so good. I'm going to have the Dorado tacos. I know. I feel like we're so, like, oxymoron, because we're a nutrition Fitness yeah. coaches, but we're always talking about food. I know. <laughs> well, you need food to fuel the body. As long as you put in the right food, you'll, you'll be all right. You know? Yeah, tacos is the right food for me today. Yes, it is. <laughs> for me, too. Oh, my goodness. All right. So moving on to the hot coffee topic. Look at this chick. You know who this is? Lauren Sanchez. For those of you who are listening... I have a picture of Lauren Sanchez on the screen. This is Jeff Bezos' woman. Oh, I was going to say I recognize the name. She looked, She gave herself a totally different look. To look her at hair. her, 54 years old. Wow. She looks amazing. I'm just so proud of women in their 50s and 60s not throwing in the towel. No, they're embracing their sexiness. So I want to like celebrate it, back. it. Yeah, This was sure. her trying to put, she posted a sexy picture for her man, Jeff who it was his birthday he's 60 and i thought wow like she looks really good yeah she does she looks really good she's wearing like a dolce gabbana lacy through thing with black underwear and black bra underneath for those who are listening and yeah she's bringing sexy back at 54 years old isn't it crazy Women are, like, not tapping out. Like, yeah, and, and someone made a comment yesterday on the live. We were talking about, like, the, the face of menopause is, like, this silver-haired Golden Girls lady. Yes. And she had mentioned that the Golden Girls were in their 50s. So 30 years ago, women in their 50s were portrayed like the Golden Girls. Yes. And now we've got people like Lis- Lisa Rinna, who we yes. talked about last week, and Lauren Sanchez. Pretty, pretty. Game has changed, man. Yeah. It's all appeared to no one's tapping out. I'm willing to bet that she's probably on HRT. Oh, for sure. <laughs> this 100%. is the face. This yeah. is the face of HRT. HRT. And she's probably doing stem cells, everything you can. Yeah. I don't yeah. think plastic surgery, though, doesn't look like it. Oh, I'm sure she's had some work. You think so? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she's had some work, but it's not bad work. I would have it, too. I would have some work. Why not? If it's going to keep you youthful, right? And makes you happy. Yeah. Do it. We only have one life. I know. People don't realize that. They, one they, life. They what think you, that's it. One life. What, and then what are you supposed to do? Dummy it down because it makes other people feel uncomfortable? I don't understand. Like, no, you do what you makes you feel happy and do what's best for you. Yeah. People always are concerned with what we're going to do with your body or your Whenever life. Whenever you're face. trying to figure out, should I do this? Should I do that? Please stop and remember, we have one. One time. Time. Right that's now, it. you're only going to be this age for the next 24 hours. And then you're, that's it. I'm only yep. going to be, this day is only going to happen one time. And then yes. tomorrow, one time. And then every day, it gets closer to the end. That's true. This is not permanent. No. So I think people are living to now, humans. I they do. Think like, like, we're not going to go to the grave one day. And so you got to make... there it One day of unhappiness, choosing to be unhappy is too much. Yeah. You You're know? right. Try but, to make every day a happy day. I know it's hard sometimes. Some yeah, people go through but, things, but you got to... I, I, I put a post on my Instagram saying I was driving somewhere. I saw the sunrise. I go, man, it's how to stop and give gratitude. I'm, yeah. I'm alive. I'm breathing. I'm well. I get to see the sunrise. Some it, people aren't going to get to see that. It is important to practice gratitude mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. We, have, we lose sight of that. Sometimes you get caught up in the stress of everything. I was sitting in here before you got here and I was sitting in here and I'm like, wow, I'm really, I'm grateful to be sitting in here right now. Like this is pretty freaking cool. This was just a thought a few months ago. I know. It's just crazy. And now and so, here you we know, are. And here are here they are, uh, Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez. And you know what? This is his. Obviously, he. They're. This is their second marriage. They were both married before. They really, to me, feel like seem like they have a really good connection. So these two are married. 
Yeah, they're, aren't they married? Uh, oh, maybe they didn't get married, but they're been they're together. Yeah, maybe they're engaged. Maybe yeah. But they were. I see a ring on her finger. But they were uh, famously had an affair, and so this is yeah. Obviously, I think it was a long term affair too. These two. Yeah. Damn. They were. Yeah. How they link up? Who was she? Her with? like her manager introduced them or something like that. And then they were, then they had an affair. I don't know the details really, wow. but she got with the third, she got with the second or third richest I mean, dude on earth doing, right here. She's doing something right. Yeah. Because he seems happy. You know what I mean? Yep. And let me talk about, we, I know we always talk about women and women like the face of menopause and all of that. But he had a glow up too. Jeff Bezos used to, if you guys don't know what he used to look like, he was a book nerd. Okay. A total nerd. And now he looks like he's fit and, yep. I don't know, stylish and just has a different glow. For sure. He jumped on TRT probably. Definitely. This is the face. He actually looks like Dana White. Yeah, that's okay. Six, what is he, 60, 60 years old? Look at that. He's not busted can of beans. No. Dude's, dude's 20, this guy's 20, 30 years younger than them that are busted. You know what I'm saying? Look at him. He's 60. Because he, you don't have to throw in the towel. No, you don't. And People you can give glow up. up. You mm -hmm. can glow. If Jeff Bezos, the nerd of the nerds, okay, yeah, can ner look like this, nerd. like a kind of a hunky dude now, then everyone has the ability to level themselves up. And like I said, you have one life to live. One life. And people are just throwing it away, just pissing yeah. it away. Just They're like society's like in a, in a race to the grave. Like who can get to the grave the fastest is what I see out there. Yeah. Like people are just frumpy looking, down, depressed. They don't look happy with themselves. Don't you Their wanna... body language looks terrible. You know what I'm saying? Because yes. we see it. We're out there. We see it. Yeah. You can read it. Like the energy is low, your frequency is low, like everything is low about you. Yeah. But they choose not to do anything about it. I always say, me and you don't have no special genetics or gifts, nothing. We just have a mindset that we're not going to tap out because we have one life. And we're happier because of it. Exactly. We're not at each other's throats. We're not angry. Our, our frequency ain't low. That's another yeah. thing. That's what a lot of couples fight because their frequencies are off. Their frequencies are off. They don't feel good about themselves. They're taking down their mate and vice versa. Yeah. No, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I, I always just stop to think about we have one life to live. I That's why when I'm helping my clients and like trying to get them on this path, this healthy lifestyle, it's because I truly want them to feel what it's like to be the best version of yourself, to know that you've put in the work yep. to show up as the best version of yourself and kept promises to yourself because it is yes. an amazing feeling an accomplishment, and a lot of people leave this earth and never feel it. Never at all. Don't know what that feeling is like. They just cruised on by to the... And they didn't uh, get it. Nope. And I always say, don't wait till you're on that deathbed. Yeah. That deathbed is a mother. You might not make it home from that deathbed. I know. My mom, when she was in the hospital and she was just had regrets, like I should have taken get a better care of myself. I should have been on top of things See. like... I, I'm, it's too late now and I'm yeah. sad about it. And that is heart wrenching. Yeah, I bet. Heart wrenching because she's, she didn't want to go. You know what I mean? She yeah. wasn't like, oh, I'm ready to go. No, she was just like, I'm going to miss you guys so much. And it was heart wrenching. Unlike mama's like, all right, you guys, I love you, but I'm ready to go. Yeah, Remember? I've well, never experienced anything like that? that in my life. The strength your mother had in the end, like she was just like, yeah, I'm checking out. Yeah, she was ready. I'm good. She really was. She had a hard life. She went through some things, and mm -hmm. I found some things out about her, and I understand why. Yeah. She's a lot of mental struggles, man. Poor lady. She Besides her childhood, even her adult life, like raising six kids poor. Yes. It's crazy. And that's a perfect example. Like, your mom never got to walk this earth feeling, like having that feeling, that high frequency. Yes. Living my best life. No. Feeling. You're right. It's sad. It's so sad to think about it. All right, moving on to Comment Corner. All right, this one comes to us from Cheryl Crawford, and she says, love, love the new podcast setup with you guys facing each other. Keep rocking it. Thank you. Oh, Cheryl, thank yeah. you. Thank you yeah. very much for that. It's definitely a different dynamic, but I like it. Yeah, we're not crunched together no more. No, I have space. Exactly. The, the three-foot rule, at least. This, this is my dance space. That's your dance space. Yes. That's from a movie. Do you know what uh, movie? No. Dirty Dancing. Oh, uh, no. 
Dirty Dancing. You've probably watched but that a gazillion times. We can why. still face you guys and see you guys too. Don't worry. Yeah. We are here with you. Yes, we are. All right. The next comment is from Heather Lee. This was a great episode. She's talking about episode 480 about emotional intelligence. I watch every episode and I crack up every time over Mike saying beans. The expression is actually a busted can of biscuits. Like when you pop open the biscuit can and they squish out of the side. However, I have to say that I always think beans now when the expression comes to mind. <laughs> Thanks for making my early morning cardio cardio more interesting. I really have no idea where I heard that from. Yeah, because it's not busted can of beans. She's right. And I laughed so when I saw this comment, I laughed so hard because I was like, She's right. It's not busted can of beans. In fact, I even Googled busted can of beans expression. There is no such expression. You literally got it wrong. It's busted can of biscuits. See? That one's busting out of the, the can too, you're right. <laughs> I like busted can of beans. Wait, for those listening, we have the, uh, the it's the biscuits that those, what are they? What's the Pillsbury? Pillsbury yeah. biscuits yes. that you... You twist and then they pop open. Yeah. I think that's the expression that you're going for, the busted can of biscuits. Busted but, can of but biscuits. But now, now let's just say busted can of beans. Just say <laughs> Let's just go with the yeah, busted can of beans because why not? Yeah. Busted can of beans, yeah. Anyways, thanks, Heather, for pointing that out because I thought that was uh, pretty funny when I saw it. That is funny. All right, let's chat. Let's just talk about the research. You know that your breathing is loud. You know that? Do you, why do you do the big the into the I don't know. Just breathing. You breathe too before you talk. I hear you take little breaths. No, you take big, huge breaths. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Gotta breathe. <laughs> Anyways, you know, I started thinking. We talk so much about all of the things that women go through in menopause, right? So some of the things, mood swings, low libido, vaginal dryness, incontinence, poor sleep, weight gain, yep. right? Yep. That does not sound like a very, someone that you'd want to spend your time with. That sounds like a miserable person. It does. Right? Yes. So very it started, started to make me think, man, I wonder if there's a correlation with people getting divorced and, pe and menopause. Like women go into menopause yeah, and they're already been together for a long time, usually with their husband, whatever, by then. And then they become a miserable old hag. Sorry, Damn. I'm not, I'm just like yeah. generalizing. Of course. And then it causes problems in the marriage. Did you look it up? I did look it up. There is research that was released back in 2022 that shows a clear link between menopause and divorce. The alarming research states that seven in 10 women, so 73% of women in that have gone through a divorce blamed menopause for a breakdown in their marriage. 67% of women claim that menopause increased domestic abuse and arguments as well. Wow, that's high. Only three in 10 women that were surveyed had been offered HRT as an option. To, to, to deal with their symptoms. Yeah, that's too bad. There is a huge gap in women's health care. Yeah. Yeah, like they, I think the mentality is, well, for one, most doctors. Yeah, doctors, forget most, about it. Most doctors have never in, been through menopause, right? It's True. either a man or a woman that hasn't entered her menopause years yet. So they don't understand. Maybe if you find a doctor that has been through menopause, you might have some, you might have some more help. Yes. But most doctors don't, they're just reading it about it in a text. Oh, what's the big deal? Hot flashes, poor sleep, a little vaginal dryness. What's the big, it's menopause. And they just put a label on it yeah. and then shoo, go away. It's just menopause. Yeah, do, you, do you understand doctor? This is causing friction in my marriage. Do you understand that part? Or do you not understand that part? Like, they don't understand that part. Yeah, they don't. They're very like robotic. And I learned this in the textbook of my medical studies. Like they're just, it's so like, you can't go through them. You really can't for HRT. You no. just can't. Dana White even says, expose them to cement. Don't, don't waste your time with them. They're not going to help you. Same thing. I went to my doctor and told her about my libido and low TRT, and it's like they brush it to the side. Because she looked at you and thought, mm, you look fine. That's what it is. Right? Yep. I, I got totally brushed to the side. They don't know how we feel internally, though. Like they, they make assumptions, which is ignorant on their part. I think that they're, 
thinking we just you're not dying so we're just a doctor trying to keep you from dying keep you from getting some disease that's not how i want to live though it's about quality of life i like what joe rogan says why not be optimized while we're still here why not be optimized we're doing all the work busting our ass in the gym eating i still i'm still it was a missing link there yes Absolutely. Both of us was a missing link. It was. So menopause, right? It's yes. both. And, yep. and that's a whole other topic. Men just get completely brushed over. Yes. They're, they don't even have an official clinical name for men. No. And you truly go through something. Yep. And, and, and that and, impacts marriages and relationships. And mental health. Why do you think a lot of men are, you know, they, they don't know how to deal with those emotions. Estrogen goes up, testosterone goes down. Now they don't feel like being here anymore. They're not there themselves. They don't feel like a man. You want to feel like a man. Men want to feel like men. I don't feel like something else other than a man. That's just what we're designed to feel like. You're not optimized at no, that age. And, exactly. and you don't, life's not over in your fourth. Oh. oh, sorry, guys. We got a, a freaking emergency signal. There's nothing you can do about it. Danger, no, missing advisory. God. What the heck? It won't stop? No, it won't. It goes through all our phones. A lot of people right now who are in uh, prison, they got the burner phones in there, are going to get busted. <laughs> oh, my God. Everyone is going to get busted right yeah. now. Yeah. All the burner phones are going to get exposed. Yes. Even the cheaters are going to get exposed. The husbands and wives, hey, what's that other phone going off right here you got hidden? Oh. I wonder if people get busted. I never thought about that. Do you think people that. do? Probably. Do you think they have like cheating, cheater phones? Like, yes. Like throwaways? I think so. To cheat? Probably. It's people, really hard. People are to- sneaky. It's really hard to cheat nowadays, I would think. It is, but people will go to great lengths to cover their tracks. You know what? We're getting off topic. We'll get back yes, onto it. But do you, have you ever heard of somebody, Will they, they'll go and see if their husband's phone connects to Wi-Fi or something like that, like at different houses, like to bust them out? I've heard if, something if it like that. it connects to the Wi-Fi. I've heard something like that. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of crazy ways to, oh my to God. bust you now. There's so many... <laughs> If you even have to do all that, it's over. Why? It's all, yeah, it's over. Come on. It's a wrap. Yeah, but 86% of women weren't comfortable discussing menopause with their doctors. Why? Because I, I get that because they just dismiss it. And it's just a little, it's a little awkward to talk about. Yeah. And what's interesting is they don't lead you. The doctors don't lead you. They should be so informed especially a gynecologist, right? Like when yes. I went for my gynecology appointment, my gynecologist should be so informed on the topic yep, they that should. they should lead me into, are you maybe feeling this or that? Like really delve a little deeper. And because there were so many things that I was feeling that I didn't even realize were menopause related. And shouldn't the doctor be the one leading me and not me with my Google research information leading the doctor? Because I feel that's what it is most of the time for women. And nobody even cares or to think about, wow, okay, you're experiencing all those things. And how does that affect your relationship? No, they don't think about that. Nor- very, like I said, they're very robotic. Yeah. It's just, just very. Doo, 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 yeah. Doo, doo. I'm just here to make sure you're alive and well. That's not how I want to live my life. Alive and well is not good enough. All these people are walking around. They're alive and so-called well. Look, look miserable. I don't want to live like them. Yeah. Like you say, what you always say, shoulder slump forward, stomach leading the dance. Yes. <laughs> That's the majority, like 80, 90% of men out there in society right now I'm seeing. It's horrible. It's yeah. bad. Even those commercials I see on TV, it's embarrassing. I told you one I seen the other day of Dupixin or whatever yeah, it was. Dupixin. The dude they showed was like, yeah. what? This is how you portray us? Yeah. Like that guy? I don't want to look like that guy. Put me up, put a guy like me up there. Yeah. Like all the menopause commercials uh, is like women with like short silver hair and like wearing like I don't know, like old lady clothes. Or, and I'm or, like, or, or no. even those, or even like those commercials for people getting their medications where they'll put a, a, a chick, no offense women, but they put like a woman that looks like a linebacker on there. What the F? The chick looks like she's 300 pounds. Yeah. That's what they're portraying. Yeah. What are you trying to do to us? What? That's not how you want us to look. You yeah, want, you want you, us sick. What about the diabetes commercial? Oh. Do you remember that? There's a diabetes commercial oh and everybody, God. it's everybody's dancing. They're so happy about this new diabetes medication and I would say 80% of the cast, and there was probably like 50 women or 50 people in the commercial, yeah. were overweight and happy and dancing, and they yeah. were overweight. It, to me, it's That's, like sending the message like that this is, oh, we should celebrate it. Celebrate, di- have diabetes, and it's, I'm overweight. It's, yeah. What were we watching 
where, oh, was it Society of the Snow where they were smoking or a movie? We were watching a movie where they were smoking a lot. And you're like, wow, look at them just smoking. Oh, yeah, it was Society of the Snow. They were smoking on the airplane. On the airplane. Yeah, like. I think they allowed that back then. Yeah, like in back the 60s then. In the 60s and 70s or whatever. Yeah. Like back I mean, then, in the restaurants, was, they allowed that too. I remember smoking. And so it was cool, right? And so is that what these commercials, I understand all oh, the body positivity movement, all of no, that. Okay. That's, that, that is not, no. I lost I don't think my that, mother, you guys, at 65 to diabetes. Fucking cool to have diabetes, okay? Nothing cool about her being overweight. Sorry, but that's my piece with it. No. And type 2 diabetes, large in part, is to a weight problem or obesity yes. problem. A lot of times it is diet caused by diet yes, and nutrition. Yep. So it can be... So I, when you see the commercial, it's like <laughs> kind of what message are they trying to send? I know what they're trying to send. They want us all overweight and sick because it's... They want you overweight and then taking medication to survive instead of yep. doing the lifestyle modifications to get off the medication. Exactly. Check this out, babe. I got a friend, right? You know who he is. Yeah. He's, he's a fool. He's a gambler. I'll leave it at that. Okay. I know who you're talking and about. And he, he always says, I hate co-op women in our age group. He's in our age group. He said, nah, I'm cool. He says, why? He goes... I don't want to offend any woman, but he goes, these old bitches be too dried up for me. <gasps> so he says he, he prefers late late 20s or in the 30s, 30s mainly. Okay. Age group. Here's That's what the, he said. Here's where the problem lies, though. We're going to get into we're going to get into this. This is That's now how we're he talk. A lot of guys talk shit. That's yeah. Listen, yeah, this, his is, mouth is. this is we got to talk the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I'm just saying you know, what he says, because I'm listen, I'm perfectly happy with my wife. Okay. But here's the thing. When it comes to the age difference yep. and menopause type thing, don't you think problems come into play when, so if you're with, if he's with a young woman and he hasn't entered menopause yet, this yep. young woman is going to expect the libido of a younger man. But what happens yep. when things, when he has some issues there, don't you think that's could be problems? And that's where of course. age discrepancies or can cause issues down the road because of that? 100% it can. In terms of like sexual compatibility? Yeah, 100%. So he likes women in the 20s and 30s? Yeah. That's what he says. Because we're... What a, what a bastard. I, he said older women are, are too dried up for him. You know what's honestly... That is one of the, the things that people... that's said about older women that bothers me the whole dried up thing but it just oh I you don't heard know it why. before too oh yes of course i've heard okay. that of course i've heard it it's yeah. that that's just i don't know but these are the kind of things that become an issue is the age like it's all fine and dandy right now but he's going to be an old fart and not able to get it up and she's yeah. going to be still young and ready to get it on is not going to be a problem and i've also heard vice versa i've also heard women in you, in our age group that have a, a popping ass libido that are horn dogs and their man can't keep, can't keep up with them. So they go for younger dudes that can keep up with them. I've heard that too. Some women's libido is just popping wonder, in their 40s. Yeah. What is it about like older women sometimes that feel like they have like their libido goes off the chart? Yeah. Like what the hell happened? <laughs> You got grannies these days and their libido's popping. Yeah. Like, what do you, what's, what's up with these older women? <laughs> you always say she's ready. Yes. Like, you could see they're very flirty. They're I sit on your housewife show. That's why I'm like, say. look at these older women. They're 50s. Like, they're ready to go. You can see it. You got, I, as a man, I can see and they're, they're, they're thirsting over these younger men. Yeah, Real Housewives of New York. Actually, oh. it's the ultimate girls trip, the Roni legacy. Talk they about it. Are <laughs> they just are like, they want to get it in. Because these guys are fit and shape. Remember, they're like younger yeah, dudes. Yeah. These you dudes could, look like they're in their 20s or 30s, maybe. Yeah. And they're like just all over them. Like, I'm going to tell you something. Guys in their 20s and 30s, don't, they don't, most of them do not want women that much older. No. They'll go for like a four, or something in their 40s just I to say. someone might have a, like a fetish some or Some might just to do it, mm -hmm. brag to their friends about it. Yeah. Like I'm hooking up with this cougar type deal. Yeah. The old chick. Yes. I'm hooking up with this old chick. Yes. Old, she's paying me. She's giving me money. They also do that too for money. This yeah. older woman to pay them or give them money or buy them things. 100%. I know a few dudes that did that. Yeah. I don't know. But I guess we should move on to the sexual compatibility and, and that whole topic since we got onto it. I'm back on to Lisa Rinna. We talked about her in the last episode and she's 60 and that's looks my, amazing. That's mind blowing. She's killing it. She's on the cover of Cosmopolitan, but I actually read the article, and she she actually discusses 
her, what her sex life is like with her husband. She says, I do think that desire levels change for a man. The actress says, sex after 60, it's just, nat- it's just the natural evolution of life. So it's figuring out how to coexist without taking that personally as a woman. I think that it's almost more about companionship and about creating space for the ebb and flow of sexuality. However, the 60-year-old assured readers she and Hamlin are very attracted to each other. We really have great sex together, and we always have. It's just that maybe it doesn't happen quite as often as it did when you're in your 30s and your 20s, I would say, and I think that's normal. That's normal. So she... I don't know. She was just talking about how, but no, I, I actually noticed in her choice of words that she mentioned that the, the frequency issue was on his part. I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure. No, no, it's good. It's good. It's very important that people listen to this because as a couple, there has to be certain frequencies. There has Mm -hmm. to be certain, a hundred percent. You should be intimate so many times a month. I believe so. Yeah. To keep that closeness, that bond. Yeah, you know? and I think that... A lot of people don't talk about this. It's uncomfortable. Even couples who are married are like afraid to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, well, and I think especially when you're entering into menopause or these those older years and yes. things are shifting, that's a really important time to have good communication. Yes. Because like Very. she said, she said, yeah, like frequency has changed, but... It's not because we talk about it. His just libido is impacted because of his age. He's older than her. He's, oh, is he? Yeah, he's quite a bit older than her, I think. Hopped on HRT, homie. But it's important to know because she was saying, like, I'm okay with it because I'm under, I'm, I understand why. Yes. That's where it's important to have, like, communication. Yes. Because if you're not communicating... If you say you struggle with low libido during your hormonal issues, yep. if you hadn't communicated that to me and we were not openly discussing it, then it might have been a problem. Yes. You might start thinking one or two things. Either he's not into me, doesn't desire me no more, right. or he's got something else on the side. I don't know how women's right. minds be thinking. Yeah. So it's It important. goes in two directions. But a lot of couples don't have that open line no, of don't. communication. I wonder why that is. They're so afraid to talk about like sex and intimacy and what one enjoys and the other it's like it's like taboo but it shouldn't be it sh- isn't that the whole benefit of having a spouse because you can be like super comfortable yeah, about it all supposed to pretty so, much yeah but some people are still not they're not though if you You'd don't deal with those things before you get to say you guys are listening and you're younger you're yes. in your 30s we have a lot of listeners in our 30s 40s if you're not yep. openly communicating then already about what you like and things like that. When you get into these ages, when you're dealing with menopause and empty nest syndrome and all those things, when your kids are growing up, yes, it's going to be a problem. And this is why a lot of couples do, they hit this friction area and li- listen, this is where it happens where then the, the, the crossroad, man, who's going to go in which direction, right? Yeah. And then someone, one stray sometimes because yes. they're not communicating. And so yes. they're not communicating because they're already weird and un- they're just maybe uncomfortable about the bedroom. A lot of times it's cultural. Yeah. You know what I you're mean? Right. Um, you're right. Never thought about that. So they don't have those communication. They don't have those communication, open communication yet. And so then yeah. they run into problems and then they really don't. So if when I was in my thirties, I was afraid to tell you what I like or what I enjoy. I'm sure as hell not going to tell you when I'm my, my vagina's dry, when I'm in my 40s, hey, babe, I have a problem Yeah, because I'm uncomfortable. Yes, of course. I think it just all. And for men, that's hard to talk about, too, when their libido's not working. They don't feel like a man. Yeah. It's, 100%. So it's tough. And you have to make sure you have an open line of communication because the, you're going to encounter these things, okay? Yep. Things are not, they don't stay perfect. And then you can talk through it and do something about it. Yes, you can. We did. We, we did something we about did it. We did something about we it. We did. We didn't just, oh, it is what it is. No, we have one life to live. Yeah, we're going to yeah. fix this. Fix, and we're going to. Shout out Kate. <laughs> Transcend HRT. Yes. Hey, shout them out. Like I said, listening to Joe Rogan and other people saying, even humor me, like, why not be optimized? Why not? It's so stupid. Some people have ego and pride and don't want help. Like, especially men. I don't know. I think women are more open to, but men have this pride. 
of by what? TRT or getting help or not admitting that their no, libido ain't working right. These, these guys yeah. think these guys are such liars. Men lie like they make themselves seem like they're porn stars and their shit's working. But no, it's not, homie. Stop bullshitting. Your shit's not working like it is in your 20s. Sorry. Yeah. No, I've been working out since I was a teenager, working out. You know what I'm saying? Things change and things happen. Yeah. A lot of men, they'll rely also on Cialis of and course. Viagra and all yeah. of that. But I don't want to be popping those pills yeah. like candy. What if I have a heart attack or a stroke? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. guys, guys abuse that. They become addicted to that. They become reliant. I don't want to be relying on that stuff. Y yeah. But what does it do? It just gives you. Wakes the boy up down there. Wakes it up. Yeah. Wakes the boy <laughs> up down there for sure. But that's see, but see, a person like myself who's an addict, mm -hmm. I got to be careful with that stuff. Yeah. Would you become addicted to it? <laughs> That and or you or you you want to do them psychological all the time and have sex all the time. Then I'm pushing you and you're like, hold on, babe, I'm tired today or I got work, I got yeah. things. And then friction <laughs> happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then, then they start straying. Yeah. Because then they start straying the younger women. That does happen. If you are, you see where it can go with that? Yeah. Because if if this is the problem, this is why I wanted to talk about like sexual compatibility. Because if your drive isn't on equal playing field, that could be a problem. I know. I feel like that because you get mad, like you're not satisfying me. And so you get angry, got to get annoyed. Guys get, guys take it very personal. Like, man, the way they talk, I trust me. I hear the way they talk. They're like, man, this bitch, I'm going to go somewhere else. Then she ain't want to handle her business. Somebody else will. Wow. That's why a lot of women, you'll hear them online and say, you better handle your man. You better make sure he doesn't leave the house hungry. There's a, there's a reason they hungry say Hungry or horny. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. That's what they say. Especially if he's going on a weekend trip with the boys. Better be careful, ladies. I'm not saying your man's doing anything, but just be aware. You know what a lot of it is, too, though? But I, women I, do it, too, though. It ain't just men. Women are, are cheaters themselves, too, man. They stray as well. It ain't just us. Yeah, I just wonder if they stray for different reasons. Not because of that, but because of their lacking the emotional connection. I don't know, but I, yeah, I think yeah. it goes both yeah, ways. I think you're right. I think men love the the hunt. They have this... We have this thing that we tell ourselves we're hunters and we must take women down. That's mm -hmm. our job. It's our DNA. It's mm -hmm. part of who we are. It's part of we have to see what's out there and, and go after it. That's just who we are. We can't change who we are. And that's how men have it ingrained in their brain like that. How do you get, how do you nurture your sexual relationship when you get older? How do you keep it good? How do you keep it good? What do you think? How do you keep it how good? How do you keep it healthy? We're, we're older now, obviously. Open communication. Could Talk we, about it. Yeah. Be open. I told you my libido was low and I did something about it. Yeah. 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 And I was understanding to it. Yeah. But it's because we discussed it. If yes. you just ran, just randomly had. Because time will pass for, you know, a month passed, two, three, four, a year, yeah. two years down the line. And next your your wife is your mates straying with somebody else. You know what? Person. Another thing is I don't, I feel in, don't play games when it comes to your sexual relationship i hate games yeah no don't play games be communicate how you're feeling don't play games oh like initiation games oh i'm not going to initiate because i always initiate or i'm going to see how long it takes before she initiates. why play yeah. the games can't we just be adults and be open i don't know you know what i mean ego it's an ego thing do you play you ever played games with me like that i don't think so no, I don't think so. Maybe I'm just asking if there's games that I haven't been aware of. No. <laughs> Grown ass man, I'm about to help me playing these kid games. What do I look at them in high school? <laughs> it's funny though. When, when, you know what's funny though is, is women have played, when I was single, and I'll go back before I met mm -hmm. you, women have played those games where they hold out. I'm like, okay, cool. Go ahead, hold out. I'm not going to chase you, pursue you. And all of a sudden, we have this talk down the line. It's happened a few times where. Hey, I notice you're not trying to... Not Okay, can you speak English? Because hold out and... Okay, hold out, like, why aren't not you trying to pursue sex. me sexually? Okay. Yeah. And then I go, because I feel like you're playing games, and I'm not into that. I'm not in high school. I'm not, we're not yeah. in high school. We're adults. Yeah. So what are we doing? Yeah. I don't play these games. Yeah. You want to play these games? Go date another dude. Like these you're games not me. trying. Or da -da -da. Yeah. Oh, God. See, I hate games. That's what I'm saying. Were we in high school? I don't know. Yeah. I hate Stupid. games. Stupid. I think in your marriage especially, don't play games. No. Don't play games. Don't play the games because you are you might not like the outcome of the game. Yep. Okay? Exactly. Because if you play games, like, oh, I'm going to see how long it takes before she blah, blah, blah. Life gets crazy, gets busy. It yeah. takes one to initiate it but then it takes two to tango so as long as you're doing the dance who cares who initiated that's it? true and, I, and, and i'm not a woman so i can't speak on how women feel after they have babies as well totally different because when you become a mother that a lot of your time goes into that child right 
Yeah, and I think that it's important You're a young to, mom. You have to, obviously you have to make time for it, but sometimes yes. it does have to be scheduled. Yes. Make it There's a date nothing night. wrong with being that to scheduling it. And I think no. some people are like, oh, but I want it spontaneous or whatever. But you know what? That's just not always realistic. Sometimes mm. you got to be like, okay, yes, it's going to be this time or whatever. I heard that doctor that you listened to, he's on the housewife show, Mary Twitch. He said they schedule date nights. Yeah. Dubro, what's his name? Oh, do- yeah. Oh, Dr. Dubro. Yeah. his name? Yeah. They schedule date nights. Yeah, because they're both busy. Yeah, they're busy. You know, she's filming. He's got his practice. and Yeah. How do you make things happen? You, it's like with your healthy lifestyle, right? And having a good sex life is part of a healthy lifestyle. It keeps it your relationship healthy. And so you have to make it a non-negotiable. True. It's one of your non-negotiables. True. That's a like good Like we just got to make it happen. Because you get caught up. I know we're busy. And like you said, one week turns into two. And when you're younger, you're just going for it. You just have energy for days. But when you get older, it's a little more difficult. You start getting into our, the years that we're in. Yeah, you know, we're knocking at the door. Fifty, I am at least, and you're right behind me. It's not the same as when you're ten years younger, twenty years younger. Just like with Hormones anything change. else, it's nice to be compatible, though. If you're completely on different playing fields with your partner, and you have to, one person's always compromising. God, that just wears away yes. over time. Of course. And and when in in the libido compatibility department, like I have had friends that their husbands uh-huh. wanted sex. Every day. Really? Every, every day? single day. Every day. Larsa Pippen, and I know we talked about this before. She said that she had sex with Scotty Pippen like four times a night. Now her and Marcus Jordan came out on their podcast and they said they have sex five times a night. That it cannot be true. No. It cannot be true. No, what is she a porn star? All First of, a of all, Come she's on. my age. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna dry up. I'm sorry. Five That's times a night, friction. lady. What is she? Yeah. What are you taking? What is she taking? I want to know. What is he taking? Five times? Five times. (laughs) Even in my 20s and teenager, five times? No. Come on, man. But listen. Why? Why are you you talking? They're just talking to get attention, to get likes or clickbait. There's no way. Why? There's no way. You guys. Every night? Please weigh in on this. Do you think that's possible? Do you think that five times a night, every night is possible? You have they have the, that kind of time on their hands five times a night. Five stop, times. Start over. Stop. Start over. For men, we don't have. We can't. Women can can. Yes. Back to back yes. to back to back Correct. to back. You guys can't. We cannot. No, you cannot reload. So that's what I'm saying. No, we can't reload like that. <laughs> we got maybe two in us. I'm telling you right now. No, and the second maybe. one takes way too long. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What, what does this dude like? <laughs> taking some kind of. He's got a built-in supercharger or something. Some boost juice. Come on, man. I don't know. We should have done a a not safe for work. She's just (laughs) warning on this episode. She's just capping that lady, man. Yeah, like that bothers me because Scotty Pippen was an NBA player four times a night. Really? No. Come on, he's training hella hours of the day, playing for a a major basketball team alongside Michael Jordan. Stop. It bothers me when people do that because then you're setting like what you're making people feel like less than. I could see other husbands going. Larsa Pippen does it this many times a night. No, but even to me, every day is a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot. You're exhausted. I'm exhausted. We both work out. You work long hours. Come on. It also, does it get old if you do every That's what single I would think day? Too, yeah. Does it just like, all right, the same, da, 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 da. Yeah. I don't know. Does yeah, it? Probably. That's a lot. I don't know. But you know what? The <sighs> most important thing is that we both think that's a lot. But the problem is, yeah. the problem lies when there is a distinct issue with, you have to come to a compromise. And again, communication you have to if someone wants it every day and someone wants it once a week then you have to compromise yeah yeah there is there is anomalies out there that are like what do they call them nymphomaniacs where they have to have sex all the time that's like a sex addiction yes that's you're addicted to that's a problem that that's just you can't it's just like in any addiction you can't just feed the addiction it just gets worse yes i agree with you then then that person can't they can't handle their business with that person and then go straight elsewhere. Well, and that's Always. where infidelity and stuff like that yep. comes into play. Yep. But you have to, I think it, it's okay to schedule it. You have to communicate. You And if there, if there becomes a problem, like your libido or a, some sort of problem, you need to address it and don't just say, oh, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Address it and 
get past it yep. because that's going to, what's going to hold, it's going to keep you connected. How do people have sex until they're like old? Do old people have sex? I don't know. I used to wonder. <laughs> like I used to wonder. No, like you. Re- I thought like at a certain age you retire, you hang them up. But these older people these days are because of Agra for men. I hear like a lot of men in those. What do you call those old folk homes? Yeah, it's like a lot of disease run, runs rampant. Those guys be men and women. So they do. I guess so. Remember the what show was I watching? What was I watching with you? Where somebody got in trouble with their father was in there and. Sleep with all kinds of women in those old folks' homes. I don't know about what. Gross. Can't remember. But you know what? what's weird? Have you ever thought about there's going to be a time in life that it's going to be the last time you have sex and you don't even know it? Yeah. Have you ever stopped to think about that? No. This is, wow, this was, this might be the last time. Yeah. You better make it good. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, I looked at the bottom of that that, that Cosmopon says, female Viagra is basically here. So why hasn't your doctor mentioned it? Yeah, because they don't. I know, right? They, they, it's like they don't care about like a quality of life. Yes, there you go. Quality I, I, of I life. just don't think that like they're people have needs, man. They're not inquiring. They're not proactive they about ask. our quality of life and our relationships. So, like I was saying before, when you go to your doctor and you're having, like, hey, you know what? I've just been my libido has been. I remember my doctor specifically said. Is anything else going on? I'm like, she goes, I, I said, my libido's not the best. And she said, oh, okay, yeah. She brushed right over that. Okay, yeah. She my didn't think, okay, have you discussed that with your husband and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now, Is we, there anything I could do to help? Is there anything, anything? No. We have the benefit of the fact that we literally had, we're going through the same thing at the same time. I know. And then we jumped on HRT at the same time. We did something about it. Yep. But had I had, okay, so say I enter menopause and my libido's low, I'm dried up or whatever they say. Yeah. But I have a husband who is wanting sex every day. Firing on all cylinders. There, therein is enter divorce court. Facts. Or infidelity. Infidelity. One or the other. You're right about that. And that's sad because I feel like that happens a lot. And you know what? What's, what's the percentage you think of that happening? That's a good, something to good look up to, look up. What do you mean? What's the percentage of what? I'm not infidelity. Now nah, they probably wouldn't know. Or divorces happened behind that. Or did you mention earlier? I think you mentioned it. Yeah. It says that, and then 97% of women said that their lawyer or doctor never mentioned menopause as a contributing factor to their divorce. That's true. Have you ever heard it? It's so, an irreconcilable irre- difference. Yeah, so they're not, nobody's saying, hey, you know what? Maybe... If you did something, addressed your menopause or your hormonal issues, your relationship would recover or improve. It's it's not even mentioned. Wow. Even marriage counselors, they don't say, oh, you know what? Maybe it's menopause. It just doesn't come up. They better sharpen their game because it should come up. It's a very important topic. It's very important. It's part of life. It's going to happen. Every woman's going to go through it. Because I honestly feel like my mom, I don't think she had any knowledge on like how it was impacting her. I honestly feel like if I didn't do this line of work that I would have just, you just think that's the way you are now. That's the way you feel now. You don't think that there's solutions and that are going to make you feel better. You just feel like, oh, this is just what it is. This is what getting older is. And that's that. Because you don't really feel like anything specific. It's only hindsight. Now that I'm out of it, I really go, wow. Yeah. Like I feel way better. Yeah. And so that's why I talk about it so much because there's people out there that are living like that and they don't realize that they can be improving the quality of their life. Yep. That's true. Optimization. That's what Joe Rogan says. He's what, 56? And he goes, I'm going to optimize myself. I don't care what other people think or judge how I look or care if I take TRT or this or that or peptides. It's my life. It's my body. And he's right. Yeah. Who cares what it may? A lot of guys always have something to say online. Oh, he's on TRT. So what? It's not your body. What do you care? You're just, you're just a hater. You're just mad because you have a lazy ass mindset. It doesn't <laughs> like TRT is just going to fix you and all of a sudden you're going to be human. You got to put in the work still. Yeah. You got to get up early. You got to train. You got to move. You got to get your steps. You got to eat your macros. You got to be on point still. Yeah. It's not a miracle drug. You really do have to master yourself. Let me tell you yes, this. Master yourself. You are not going to. 
you're going to give your relationship and your marriage and your sex life the absolute best shot if you focus on yourself and master yourself first. That's true. That That is is what's going to give you the absolute best shot because you're going to be operating at a higher frequency. You're going to be firing on all cylinders. You're going to do the things that you need to do to feel your best. And then you're going to be able to give your best self to your partner. Yes. And you can't circumvent that. Nope. You can't be a shell of yourself and expect to have a healthy, happy marriage and sex life. Very true. So you have to start with yourself first and then come together. And it's best if you do it together. Yeah, you're right. Because also, what do we say? What if there's a couple, two very large people, man and a woman, but the man flips the switch or the woman flips the switch and loses the weight, gets his shape, and the other person doesn't, stays like that. And now all of a sudden, this person who flipped the switch, their hormones are hitting. They're, they got a pepto stuff. Their frequency is high. Their energy is better. We think and it's going to happen. The higher your frequency is, the more noticeable it is when people are on low frequency. Yep. And so, yes, if there Facts. becomes like a discrepancy there, can it? that's why transformations, like big transformations, often lead to problems in a marriage. If they're not both on the same page and both on that journey Yeah. and one is completely in the other direction, yeah, that could absolutely lead to problems in your I marriage. I see it in 90% of men that do that, they end up leaving their chicks. They level up, get good, they f- get fit and go from being obese or relatively large and all of a sudden they lost all that weight and you get all this attention and all of a sudden they're a new person and like, yeah, I'm cool off my- But it's also just because like you're doing so much and then you notice all of the things that your partner isn't doing and it's a turn off. Yes. Let's be real. That's, That's true. the reality. No, you're it right. It becomes you're right. a turn off. You're right. You just think, you lazy Yes, that's <laughs> Lazy true though. And, 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 and yet you're right. You're right. You got a very good point there. And you're so, so then right. you just and then it w- it chips away at that love, and it becomes you just get turned off and resentful, and yep. you're like, I'm doing all this, and you don't do. You come to bed with your sweaty balls, and you want to have sex. Uh, yeah, nah, you're right. You got a very good point. This is the stuff people don't want to talk about though. The uncomfortable conversation, but it has to truth. be said. It is a true. Master though. yourself. We have yes. one life to live. One life, you guys. Okay, master yourself. Yes. Communicate with your partner. Yes. Ideally, go on a healthy lifestyle journey together and yep. just live out the rest of your life. Make it the best of your life. That's it. Best of your life. Right? Why not? Do it together. Why not? Yep. All you right, have, you guys. You have better success that way. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you on the next one. Yeah.